Hello everyone and welcome to episode 32 of the Talking Fitball podcast with me, Derek Clark. Thank you very much for your company. Every week I bring you an exclusive, in-depth interview with some of the most colourful and interesting characters in the game. And this week is one of the most colourful you can find. We hear from a proper Scottish footballing legend. A man ingrained in the brickwork at the famous Queen's Park. It is, of course, the one and only Eddie Hunter. I made the trip north to visit Eddie at Lesser Hamden, but he still helps out with the spiders as well as carrying out his charity work with the Prince and Princess of Wales Hospice at the ripe old age of 76. It was an absolute joy to listen to Eddie's story in the game. He's a man who played and managed Queen's Park for over 30 years and his love of the club saw him turn down paid roles with the likes of Rangers. It's another belter of an interview with a raft of all kinds of stories from yesteryear. So sit back and enjoy this week's episode of the Talking Football Podcast. Welcome everyone to another edition of the the Talking Football Podcast. I'm delighted to say we're joined by a Scottish football icon, Queen's Park legend, Eddie Hunter. Eddie, thanks very much for, for joining us. Pleasure. Um, looking back, you were born in Springburn, 1943, is it? Is no, that... I was born in the Gorbals. In the Gorbals? In the oh. Gorbals. And I get brought up in the Gorbals. Uh-huh. And I went to Oakland School. I went to John Street, where I met David Leatham. And uh, my career took off from there. Yeah. And uh, it was, it was, it's been a joy to work with Queen's Park and yeah. uh, coach them and uh, do anything and everything that's seen it. Yeah. Were you always playing football as a, a young Aye, boy? I was always, I was always having to go to the Lawmuir Street Police Station and collect my sort of a jacket uh-huh. at the end of it because it was always <laughs> once the police came you had to shoot up closes and all sorts of things and I was one of the, the sort of a slower ones <laughs> but I was I was a bit pacey uh-huh. when the uh, when the police came <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine um, did you have a did, did you support Queen's Park as a, as a wee no boy? no 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 I always uh, when everybody picked a team Rangers, Celtic, Man United mm-hmm. Arsenal, blah blah I always used to sort of a somehow say Queen's Park uh-huh. and I don't know whether that was the John Street idiom or no when the I became familiar with David Leatham yeah. I played for Glasgow Schools I played for Scottish schoolboys and David Leatham. I remember coming to play at Lesser Hamden, uh-huh. which, fair enough, is was a, a not not on an all weather pitch now, mm-hmm, but yeah. it is. But we we had a we had we took the corner kicks uh-huh. for the eighteen yard line. It was that big. <laughs> it was it was unbelievable. It was, and we couldn't we couldn't cross the ball from the actual corner kick area, and we decided to bring it in to the eighteen yard line. It was so so. I, I remember that vividly, uh-huh. and uh, then I, I became a part of the. I was sixteen at the time, uh-huh. and. Uh, Nottingham Forest were interested, uh, Coventry City were interested, and uh, none of the, the sort of a bigger clubs in Glasgow were interested. Uh-huh. So I decided, and I became a plumber. Yeah. I, I became a baker <laughs> to be start with, and then I, become a, I became a plumber because I stayed in Tory Glen at the time. Yeah. And uh, the boy across the way, they were looking for apprentices at Pinkerton and MacIver. Uh-huh. It was a, it was like a detective agency, <laughs> Pinkerton <laughs> and MacIver. <laughs> Honest to God, it was uh, it was priceless. Uh-huh. And uh, I then I started my time, and I became pretty good at it. Uh-huh. 
and uh, I was running my own building sites at 21 years of age. Wow. Aye. That's mental. See that you said that there was teams down south looking at you. What made you decide to just stay put? Well, it meant coming away from my parents. Aye. And really, they weren't, they weren't up for it. Yeah. Aye. Uh, I mean, we had five of a family. Uh, I was in the middle. Three brothers and two sisters. Uh-huh. And really, it was it was hard going. Aye. It was tough. And uh, I'd done the milk rounds. <laughs> done it all. <laughs> and I remember, I remember going to school and they used to do me the Bridgestone run. And that was where John Street was. So uh-huh. I used to take my school bags uh-huh. and uh, my football boots. <laughs> and uh, I always remember just working away. And uh, it was then on the school. Yeah. And the janitor used to sort of, a, he, was, he was my favourite. Uh-huh. The janitor used to make me a, a roll. And... <laughs> whatever it was, a rolling sausage or something like that. <laughs> and I used to sort of uh, go to school uh-huh. about half eight or something. And I was always, I was never late for a class. Aye. And I remember at the time, uh, I played for Glasgow and then I played for Scotland in the same week. It was uh-huh. it was unbelievable, uh-huh. and I used to my mum used to wash the straps for the school team because uh-huh. every time you you like say you Derek was uh-huh. you were centre half uh-huh. uh, you used to take the the bag it was your turn to take the bag and it was uh-huh. my uh, I was I played in the left half position and uh, I used to take the bag as well but sure as God's in heaven the wee outside right. <laughs> the wee inside right wouldn't be able to take the, the so I took <laughs> it and I, I, I took it <laughs> um, going back then to that time when you joined Queen's Park was that a, a, were you quite proud I guess signing for, well, for the club or? I was I was quite proud in the fact that I'd came for the Gorbals uh-huh. and uh, I remember uh, coming up and they were the bowler hats and the roll brawlies uh-huh. and they, uh, they were bank managers, accountants, uh, there was never anybody for the industry and the plumbing industry uh-huh. and I used to sort of a creep in and keep out because mm-hmm. I used to sometimes when I was maybe in sort of a far away places I used to have to sort of a get a, a bus into Glasgow and then make a fly uh, to be at the training for six o'clock uh-huh. and see if you weren't there. They used to sort of uh, run out of tops and right. pants and socks. <laughs> you used to think nine times out of ten, I just used my own stuff. Oh, really? Aye. I, I just used to use my own stuff. And... The funny thing about it was, I was 16 years of age when <laughs> I played in the, the first team in the Wednesday. I played in the strollers and the Saturday. I played in the Hamden 11 and the Wednesday and I played for the under 18s. So I'd done the full, so, uh, full circuit uh-huh. of teams. <laughs> and I wasn't very good because I remember playing against Nori Martin, who was a big centre forward, who went down south, and he was he destroyed us that night. And uh-huh. I, I remember George Farham, uh-huh. George Farham. That was my that was my uh-huh. highlight in my sort of a introduction to uh-huh. the first team. And I never played in the first team for. Four seasons after that, mm-hmm. I played all my, I learned all my stuff, and then I came 
between the Hamden and living in the strollers. Mm -hmm. And then that was an education, uh -huh. uh, toughening up and being yeah. physically fit. But I was always a fitness fanatic. Aye. I always have been. You can see the way I'm dressed in now. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, what, I mean, what was it like? Because it's obviously changed days now with the sports oh. science and all that. But back then, what, I mean, like, what, what was the fitness? Were you, were you sort of, what, um, I guess you were dead keen on your fitness, but was all the players like that? I guess it was the diet no, that was no, totally it different. No, the good players only thought of spending a night Aye. The, the Malky Mackays, Ian Campbells, Ian Bills, uh, Miller Hayes. Uh -huh. You know, Miller was always an attentive guy, but uh, he, he was a he was a physical education teacher at Bella Houston Academy, uh -huh. and uh, it was it was just he had been at it all day, mm -hmm. and he just felt you know technique technique and when I became coach I used to work everything with a ball everything with a ball uh -huh. uh, possession uh, pressing the game and mm -hmm. no it was it was it was no it was I, I used to I used to take myself and used to carry baths up the stairs <laughs> and that's what how I was yeah, getting stronger and I used to sort of a do the electrics uh -huh. and I used to wire and I used to header the ball that was me heading the ball <laughs> but hey and I taught myself everything yeah that was to be good in soccer it was strength and physique and everything uh -huh. there's some uh, some notable players back then that played for the Spiders isn't it Sir Alex Ferguson was here did, did you spend any time with him at all no uh, he was going out the door when I was going in the door, uh -huh. and uh, but Fergie now is a personal friend of me. Uh -huh. I go to sort of a Manchester and oh, stay at his house and uh -huh. all sorts of things. But hey, hey, if we ever have a shout, we <laughs> I remember as a plumber. Uh, I did a, a, a renovation at his house when he was on holiday. Uh -huh. So I had the keys to his house. Uh -huh. And I remember getting into a cupboard and finding £500 in his, his, a shoebox. Uh -huh. And I remember saying to him, hey, when he came back off holiday, hey, hey, Oh, brilliant, absolutely first class. Because I did all the tiling, I did all the plumbing, I did oh. all the heating, I did all everything. Because uh -huh. I had guys that were new the game and just sort of a, a sort of a carried out the works. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. uh, <laughs> I remember getting into this back. I had sort of a pipes that were needing to go through the wall and uh, I picked him up and uh, hot and cold services and I remember going into the shoe box and I opened it and I went, £500? You're joking. So I counted it out. It was all tenors and ten oh, bottle notes. And, uh, <laughs> it was, and I says to him, have you forgotten? Oh, he says that was a pub takings. That was a pub take. He? He, he had a pub. Aye. He had two pubs. Uh -huh. uh, one at Paisley Road Toll uh -huh. and one in Bridgeton. Yep. And uh, he had two pubs. <laughs> and he says to me, Oh, there's, there's a hundred pound. Thanks. There's, there's it's amazing that I think he was running pubs and managing football teams at the oh, same aye, time. But aye. there's you doing the, the plumbing and all that and then aye. playing, playing it the football. It was great. It was great. It was. Terrific. Aye. Big McNeil, Graham Sunis, Walter Smith, everybody. I knew everybody. Because uh -huh. I, I made it my point to go when I was coach. Uh -huh. I used to study everybody. I used to go to Rangers 
coaching, uh-huh. uh, Celtic coaching, Hibs coaching, Hearts coaching. I was all over the place. Mm-hmm. Just to, just for a, a hunger. Because when I became coach here, that was, uh, it was, it was phenomenal because we had a committee that were really strictly amateur and their outlook and but hey see the now see nowadays Uh it's exciting times here it's exciting times yeah we we mckinnon and laurie Mm -hmm. eh, ellis it's 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 great yeah, it certainly is. Um, your playing career then with, with, with Queens, with any sort of highlights stick out when you were when you were playing for the club? The four, the five three game at Celtic Park mm-hmm. in front of you, forty five thousand people, and <laughs> we scored mm-hmm. an OG. Tommy Gamble scored an OG <laughs> in the first minute, uh, and we were we were winning one nothing. Mm-hmm. And it was unbelievable. And Neely Hopper scored twice in the the second half, the the first half. No, he scored one in the first half, and because we were winning two one, mm-hmm. and then it was three two to Celtic, mm-hmm. then it was four two to Celtic, and then it was four three, and then they scored. Mm-hmm. And, but hey, Bobby, Bobby Lennox used to say to me, he'd say, you're, t- you're no kidding me. You're kidding me on. <laughs> hey, usually all came off that bus with Gabardine coats on. And there's big deep pockets in Gabardine coats. <laughs> he'd say, you're kidding me on if you're knocking your pan out for nothing. Aye. Oh, and I remember Man Martin, eh, Willie Wallace, uh-huh. And I remember, uh, it was a, a lovely smelling footballer I'd ever played against. Really? <laughs> he was really, he was perfumed up in hell. <laughs> but hey, it didn't stop him from scoring. Aye. Um, you mentioned that the amateur thing, did, did you ever consider, like, like you say, thinking no, I could go and earn a bit of money for this or be quite happy with just staying? Obviously you, you must have been if you stayed for, for so long playing here. Well, I don't think it was a time where amateur players were sort of a, a known in the sense, of, you know, a, I, I, I remember when I was coach that all the teams were vying for my players yeah. and really, but at the time, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get an offer. I got an offer. Patrick Thistle <laughs> by Willie Thornton. Harry Davis was coach at the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Harry Davis said to me, I says, well, I'm going into the unknown here. I says, hey, what do you think I should ask for? He says, £10,000 in an own fee. <laughs> so I'm sits down with Willie Thornton. Uh, Willie Thornton, the ex-Rangers uh-huh. centre yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah. And he... Uh, he says to me, hey, well, hey, what's, uh, what's your signing on fee? I says, £10,000. He says, son, he says, my team didn't cost £10,000. <laughs> what did you do then? It was just sort of, I just see you later. <laughs> disappeared. And, and that was me. Aye. End of career. <laughs> End of story. End of professionalism. But, uh, uh, no, no. And Big Harry was wanting me to sort of uh, take the reins at the time. I was captain of the club. Yeah. And I was, he, he, he didn't want me. Because everybody, you know, Harry Davis was a hard physical guy. Mm-hmm. And he saw me as a hard physical guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was it. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading, is this right, you retired at, at quite a young age, knee, was it a knee injury or something? A knee injury. You Aye. Disapp- Two you to, oh, I up. was finished. But then I took the Hamden 11 and uh, it was under Dave McParland. Yeah. 
and uh, I remember taking the Hamden loving. They hadn't won in ages, so I decided that every Thursday night I would take the group of guys that were with me mm-hmm. in the Saturday, and I would sort of a coach them in the sense uh, determination, doggies, everything. Yeah. And uh, we won the West of Scotland Cup, the Scottish Cup, and we won the League Championship. Mm-hmm. That was my proudest moment. Yeah. Uh, would uh, have, I'd imagine it would be was there. great. It was great to take them, and, and I produced five players for the first team. Wow. So is that, were you always wanting to, were you always thinking about being a coach then? When you no, were, no, 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 no. I, I had ambitions in soccer to be a, a sort of a Harry Davis or a, 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 and hey, I remember, I remember Joe Steen coming to me and I got an offer for Partick Thistle to be their manager. And this wee guy came on the phone and he went, is, is this Eddie Hunter? I, I, yes, I, uh, this is, uh, uh, I can't remember his name. Aye, so he came on the phone and a big joke came up to me at my office at Hamden uh-huh. and he says to me, did you get a phone call for Patrick Thistle today? I says, aye. He says, uh, well, You've just blew the backside off it, I says. I says, well, eh, I, I thought it was one of my pals noising me up. Honest <laughs> <laughs> oh, to God, it was unbelievable how I, eh, and I got an offer for Rangers. I was going to ask you about that. Rangers was another one, wasn't it? Dundee and, United as well. And... Eh, Dundee. Dundee United, uh, every Clyde, uh-huh. Craig Brown stopped producing good teams when I stopped supplying them players. <laughs> Honest <laughs> to God, he had Bobby Dixon, uh-huh. he had Ross McFarlane, he had Derek Atkins, and he had Derek Woods. Uh-huh. Honest to God, it was it was unbelievable. And Craig, Craig used to say to me you know something they might be lacking in the technical side of the game mm-hmm. but their fitness is phenomenal mm-hmm. I remember Malky Mackay telling me uh, he had a problem with Roy Aiken mm-hmm. and he, Roy Aiken says to him right you back of the queue he says because he led them out and Frank Con- I, I remember Frank Connor uh, talking to me and I phoned Frank uh, I says Frank we've got a wee problem here I says Roy Aikens spoke to Malky and he's told him he's told him to go to the back of the queue mm-hmm. oh he says no I'll sort that I'll, I'll sort that and that was for sure mm-hmm. and he did sort it mm-hmm. uh, and for big Roy I used to I used to work with Parky Toro and I used to, in the Gallagate, and it was a, an easy shout to go to Parkhead for my lunch. Mm-hmm. And really, it was great. Big McNeil was, was terrific to yeah. me. Aye. But eh, it's sad, it's happy days. Aye, it's good memories, isn't it? But oh, the, 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 the Rangers thing, what, what was all that about? When, when was that? They well, the Jack Gillespie me, uh, approached me and he said to me, eh, do you fancy coming at the end of the season? Mm-hmm. I says, aye, aye I'll, I'll be delighted. Mm-hmm. He says, John Gregg, can he handle the players? Mm-hmm. And uh, just then, Tommy McLean, <laughs> Tommy McLean had, was retiring. Uh-huh. So John took Tommy McLean and I'm saying to myself, well, where's this Jack Gillespie thing? So Jack Gillespie was uh, chairman at the time mm-hmm. and uh, he came to me and he said to me, he says, 
it's all right, he says, uh, you'll work with the reserves with Joe Mason and Stan Anderson. I says, no. I says, hey, I'll never reveal it mm-hmm. and I'll never say anything bad about Glasgow Rangers. Mm-hmm. I says, but I've got my own team. I says, and I'm quite happy with my team. Aye. I says, I'll, I'll produce all the players y- y- you want. And he says, well, and David Murray, to be fair, I always got on well with David Murray. Yeah. And David Murray, it was a, a, he always said to me, I know what you did. He says, and you've never revealed it. Mm-hmm. He says, and you've saved an embarrassing situation with Glasgow Rangers. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's do you nothing. Look, do you look back and sort of think what might have been back then if, if they sort of stuck to their, their word and got you in? As a... I, was, I was here too long. Mm-hmm. I was here, Derek, I was here too long. Mm-hmm. The players were fed up with me. The <laughs> committee were fed up with me. And the... I was here far too long. Mm-hmm. I should have taken, I always heard in the side of safety. Yeah. I always heard in the side of safety. I'll never get sacked at Queen's Park. Yeah. I'll, I'll retire gracefully and uh, they'll never sack me. But hey, change days. It was, it was, I was sacked as well. Aye. There's no loyalty in football anymore, is it? That's oh, no. long gone, isn't no, it? No, it's long gone. Um, in the manager then, you mentioned that your, your greatest achievement winning that, that second division title. What was so good about that, that, that oh, side? Oh, it was wonderful. When I think back, and the, the good players, mm-hmm. the Alan Irvins, the John McGregors, he was the best player I've ever He went on to Liverpool, Liverpool wasn't he, then, then Rangers? He, he went on to Liverpool uh-huh. and then Rangers, because uh-huh. Soonis took a wee shine here. Yeah. And he... Took, I took him into the coaching schools uh-huh. and the academy and the but John was blotted his copybook I think mm. given a, a wee bit of pain with a referee or something and they, <laughs> <laughs> but hey I, I can I, I can I can vouch for John being a carbon copy of what I was because yeah. uh, I remember East Stirling for beating them five nothing, and a dog runs past my dugout, <laughs> and I says, "You'd be better at putting a strip on him. You'd get more out of him." So Billy Lamont at the time comes into my dugout and punches me. No way. So I'm I'm <laughs> at a battle. So we're we're up in Falkirk Sheriff Court, <laughs> Falkirk Sheriff Court, and the following Monday, uh-huh. the following Monday. And I'm in the toilets, uh, and I'm standing at the urinals, and they, I says to the, the, the boy, good result on Saturday, great result on Saturday. Yeah. I says, oh, so I just disappears. <clears throat> I'm sitting, and I'm, I'm looking at the judge, and I hear, because it's a guy, He's no in the toilet with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I says here, case dismissed. <laughs> Behave yourselves. What's the chances? No. That's brilliant. That, that's crazy though, isn't it? How things like that can escalate and then oh. you're up in the court and all that. Oh. That's madness. Hey. Aye. I had, I had my moments. Aye. I was going to say that. Do you have a few run-ins during, during your, your coaching career? Well, I was, I was doing it at Palmerston. And we had we had the Billy McLaren was the manager at the time, yeah. and we knew that we were playing Celtic because they knew the draw for the Scottish Cup was uh, we were playing Celtic, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember Billy McLaren, yeah, lucky bandit, that's uh, so he punches me, and I punch him. So, uh, the end of the story, we're wrestling, wrestling about in the, the tunnel. <laughs> the two police came in and they separated us. And by this time, Ian McCall had taken the penalty kick uh-huh. 
that we were due in the last minute of the game and he misses it. Oh, I went, oh no. Because Kenny Brannigan took, uh, took my penalty kicks, mm -hmm. but Ian McCall, who came for Dumfries, who had a posse of relatives mm -hmm. down around about this area, and they, he's mis Mr. Big, because he made the penalty. He's mm -hmm. went, I'm taking it. Oh, and he, he wanted to take it. So, with the resulting corner kick, Brannigan scores the winner. And I'm, I'm up doing cartwheels in the, in the dugout and I'm saying, yes, you beauty. Because <laughs> it's a big payday. Definitely. For Queens. Aye. You know, and I'm thinking to myself, that's it. So, end of conversation. Uh, the police sort of uh, took us out and just... But uh, I remember at Clyde, a guy hit me with a pie, going up the dugout, coming up the, the dugout. <laughs> he said, I says to him, Sandy, give me, Sandy McEwen was your physio, and we Sam McNaughton was your kit man. And he, I says to Sandy, give me that bottle, the bucket. <laughs> now he goes out and he's, he's giving it pelters. Mm. I throws a bucket of water out of So... <laughs> so I'll be goes down. Clay, Queens have won three nothing. Mm -hmm. I couldn't call the Pope my uncle. Of course. <laughs> oh, and I'm delirious. And just then, the police are in, and he's charged me. On the way. Aye, he's charged me. <laughs> <laughs> and I says to him, "There was more at my wedding than what was here tonight." <laughs> I says, "Hey, I says, hey." You're, you're shocking. I says, fine pies it, guys. He, he, he hit me with a pie and I drink him with a bucket of water. Aye. I says, hey, what's your score? What's that? Well, you know, we'll let, we'll leave it at the, the, at the moment, but uh, if there's any, you know, we called, we had to call reinforcements in. Oh, the police said that. Police. That. <laughs> the police. I says there was men at my wedding. And what was here tonight? <laughs> Jesus, oh. you don't get that now when you see it here. No, you, no. You couldn't no, get away with that stuff no, like that now. No, but you couldn't. It's, you couldn't. Uh, it's it's priceless. Aye, it's priceless. But it's funny looking back now, and it? it's it's uh, it's good fun. You mentioned there like the likes of Graham Souness and Moore Smith used to bring they bring their, their teams down oh, here and play. Teams there. Uh -huh. I remember. Terry Butcher, remember, broke his leg and we, we, we had a comeback. We couldn't cater for a crowd. There was right run Lesser Hamden and there was guys getting pictures out of the top story flats Aye. on Terry Butcher. Uh -huh. Honest to God. It was, and as soon as he used to say to me, right, give me a game. Give me a game, right? That, 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 that. I used to play Celtic, Rangers, Celtic, Hibs, Hearts, and Motherwell. Uh -huh. And the time we we played them over there mm -hmm. in the big park, and we get ten thousand a crowd, ten thousand a crowd. That's, that's crazy. That unbelievable, mm -hmm. and we get maybe. Pump five, ten, four, but hey, it was, uh, uh, it couldn't, it couldn't sort of uh, generate the, the fitness levels that I wanted. And mm -hmm. our boys, they scored four goals against Rangers. Aye, that's no mean feat, is it? Loudrop, Gascoigne, uh -huh. everybody played. He, he didn't insult us with bringing a team. Also runs, mm -hmm. and we we played Celtic in the Wednesday night, uh -huh. and really there was eight thousand there, eighteen thousand people. We had at Queens Park games. Uh -huh. You know, uh, uh, Jim Rutherford, the match secretary, says to me, "You know, we had to call in reinforcements because there was many. There was many." Uh, 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 I says, "Excuse me, Jim." 
it's money, it's money for the club. There's nobody, there's nobody asking. And we used to play Hearts and Hibs and Motherwell out in this part, uh-huh. Lesser Hamden. Aye. I was going to say, pl- played at hand, and what, what, what was that, playing and in, in coaching there, what, what's that like? Because more often than not, it would be pretty well, much Well, we did all our coaching here. Uh-huh. We did all our coaching at Lesser Hamden, uh-huh. and we just used to, oh, it was sacrilege to be, I used to, <laughs> <laughs> I used to take the boys, and I used to say, right, we're training at Big Hamden, run round the track and then up the stairs oh. Oh. and it was hey it was double sessions double sessions uh-huh. oh I I was I, I was I get so much belief I remember Derek and saying that uh, they might be better at ability than us but they're no further mm-hmm. than us and mm-hmm. I tell you, I won that. I won that championship mm-hmm. with fitness. Uh-huh. It was it was unbelievable. I was reading as well. You had did did, this, did you have Ian Durant for a, a period of time? Did he yes. still struggle with the training. I read a funny story about that. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. He, he, he says to me, he says to me, I'm not running through that sand. I says, well, take your gear and go. Uh-huh. I says, because if you're not running through that sand, mm-hmm. I says, that's it. Because I used to, I used to, they, they used to treat the big park and it was sacrilege. It yeah. was honest to God, it Aye. was a holy grail. Yeah. And I, I remember going in and Suter of Stirling, Suter of Stirling, Aye. I used to say to him, Dump a, a load of sand there, dump 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 a load of sand there. And I used to make them go through the sand. Run now, through and, it? Run, 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 I run through it. Wow. Oh, hey, hey, I was fitness fanatic. Mm. Where oh. did you get all your sort of techniques and all that from? Because it? I went to Rangers, I went to Celtic. I went to Hearts, uh-huh. I went to Hibs, and I used to have jobs through in Edinburgh, and I used to run them through, rush them through, and uh, and I used to go to the, the Hearts training, uh-huh. the Hibs training, the Celtic training, the Rangers training, because uh-huh. Celtic, and, and I remember Joe Steen uh, working out, and it was at Celtic Park, and I used to thought, think, it was reception, reception, reception. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to try that. I'm going to do that. Uh-huh. And I used to have John Collins, Aye. the ex Celtic yeah, player, great player, Tommy Craig, uh-huh. Tommy Craig, Excelting. the coach. Yeah. Aye, coach. And I just think I was, I was full of ideas uh-huh. when I was coach here. Uh-huh. I was, and John Collins used to come and uh, just a different voice, mm-hmm. Derek, it was mm-hmm. just a different voice that the players were fed up with me, they were, they were fed up but then I used to disappear, <laughs> I used to sit up at the top here, mm-hmm. I used to, in the farmhouse I used to sit up at the window and I used to say to them, I used to come down and say, you, 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 shuttles. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, they loved you. Oh, I hate. <laughs> they hated me. They hated me, but they love. But it was I a mean, love-hate relationship. Aye, but like you say, it pays dividends in the games, no? Didn't it when oh. you're running a plenty at the end? Derek, I went into the first division. Huh. The first division, and I was tapped with the league after six games. Because mm-hmm. all the good players and all the good teams hadn't reached their levels yet. And I came from there to there to there to there. And then I got into the sort of a the Queen's Park, only amateurs. I went to Tynecastle and drew two each with hearts. Mm-hmm. I went to Hamden and beat them one nothing. Mm-hmm. 
and Hearts were and they, they sacked our managers they yeah. sacked our managers after that I used to be the, the guy that used to feel sorry for the guys I remember Davey Wilson mm-hmm. we beat Dumbarton 3-0 uh, and Davey Wilson gets sacked I remember beating Hearts 1-0 and the, uh, the manager of Hearts at the time can't remember his name, but uh, he got sacked as well. I, I used to think, I'm, I, I, I can't get the sack. Aye. But hey, they sacked me. Aye. They sacked me. Were you, were you, were you, were you sad then? I was going to say, oh, when that, when that, because I mean, you've been there forever. I remember, I remember, the, I ran for Castlemilk, doing St. Margaret's Mary's, was a, a gym hall that we, we got when Lesser Hamden was unplayable and the Red Blaze was unplayable. Mm-hmm. And I went to St. Margaret Mary's and I, I ran down and I was always at the back pushing the players and <laughs> I came in and it was Malky Mackay at the time mm-hmm. and uh, he sacked me. He says, you you no longer required as a first team coach and Malky says to me time and time again eh, you decided to go but what did you want me to do mm-hmm. did you want me to hang about with a bad smell Aye. nah no mm-hmm. that was the saddest day in my life mm-hmm. being sacked at Queen's Park Aye. I can imagine. What, what, what did you do in the aftermath of that? What, well, I went to Celtic. I went to Celtic and I produced Steve McManus, yep. uh, Jimmy, uh, the wee outside right, Smith, that went to Aberdeen. I remember uh, Burchill. Mark Burchill, yeah. Mark Burchill. Uh, there was one other player. But hey, they were, they are three for uh-huh. Future and I remember uh, Craig Bryson at Motherwell. I went to Celtic and I left Celtic because Frank Connor came to us, Pat Gardner and I, who was an ex Motherwell player. Uh-huh. Pat Gardner and I, we had good jobs. I had, I had a good job with Parky Toddle and Pat Gardner. Uh, was in social services and uh, Danny Craney was uh, just got married and he needed a job but we had to get ready two coaches mm-hmm. for the lesser the under 16s I took and yeah. Pat took the under 14s and uh, really it was so Pat and I put our hands up to say we would go and Danny got a full time job at Celtic Park mm-hmm. and then I went to Motherwell and Craig Bryson was the standout uh, Craig Bryson's at Dundee uh, Aberdeen now Aberdeen, isn't he? Yeah, he was down at and Derby he was for at Derby yeah. he was at Derby uh-huh. he's a good player oh aye good, uh-huh. good player and he was dedicated he was. He could see the 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 way things were at Motherwell. That the he he was willing to go that extra mile. Aye. You know, and uh, good luck to him. Uh-huh. Oh, he's he's a great kid. Yeah, great kid. Um, if you were, if you, if you, do you think you could manage now? If no. No, I couldn't manage. No, changed game now, isn't it? Oh, totally changed. Mm. Totally changed. Even the sports scientists, the 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 stats that they take uh, with their heart monitors and all that. Oh, the heart monitors. This, I'd have given them a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) We're going through the roof here. (laughs) (laughs) But no, no. I, I couldn't manage now. Uh-huh. Uh, Ray McKinnon 
and Laurie Ellis have really taken this place and moved it to another level. Yeah. And we hopefully, and I said to them, the two of them, I says, good luck, because you'll need it. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, they're no messing about. Mm-hmm. They can't get the, the players in. I, I scout for Queen's Park. Yeah. But the juniors used to go and have to recommend. It was Gus McPherson that was here. He used yeah. to recommend and say that and this and that. And it's a, a player, aye, he could play. And uh, it was up to Gus. Mm-hmm. And he would sort of a, get a magical phone number and uh, talk to players. Mm-hmm. But hey, it's uh, it's easier now we having to buy players and mm-hmm. I'm all for professionalism. Oh, aye. aye. I was um, going to say that. Do you think that the time is right for the club to, to change then? Oh, yes. Oh, un- undoubtedly. Aye. Undoubtedly. And I don't have any regrets about uh, your 60 year here and your this and yeah. that. Why? Uh, no. Good luck to them. Uh-huh. Good luck to them. And uh, good luck to Ray McKinnon and, and Laurie Ellis. Aye. Aye. Uh, fingers crossed that the success continues. I was going to ask about handing over there. There's been a lot of talk over that over the years. People people think, no, well, we should scrap it and all that. What's, what's your, no, your thinking about no, that? No, 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 no. <laughs> like you uh, say, it's the Holy Grail, isn't it? It's the Holy Grail. Aye. It's the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Why, where, where did it go? Where did it go? A home of rugby? Total nonsense. Aye. Total nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's a... Uh, it's it's in par with Wembley yeah. and Hamden. Mm-hmm. You'll never get another Hamden, mm-hmm. and we uh, and good luck to them. Mm-hmm. They can tart it up, they can get it shortly, they can get it. But hey, it's their baby now, the SFA. That's right. Yeah. Good luck to them. Aye. Good luck to them. It's good to always get the, the Euros next. Well, this year doesn't they, it? They'll be coming. So that that's quite exciting for the. And it's it's, the and it's quite excited, uh, quite exciting in the the sense uh, the the four games that uh, big Hamden, yeah, and uh, we're sort of a renovating this place yeah. to put it up to standard. Uh-huh. Uh, there's going to be a, a opposition stadium there, just a wee. Oh, is that right? Is it? Aye. Uh-huh. There and this place is getting renovated. Uh-huh. So we're here in we're here in Lesser Hamden now. What what sort of stuff are you you doing now? You you working for a hospice and that? I was, I was doing Aye, that right? I work for the Prince and Princess of Wales yeah. Hospice. Uh-huh. I do my laundry. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, uh, there's no there's no they couldn't find me a job where I could do all the plumbing. And heating uh-huh. at Carlton Place, yeah. But now that I've moved to the Bella Houston, there's there's a, a clause in the contract that you can't get anybody else in mm-hmm. without. But hey, I'm happy at the laundry. Uh-huh. I'm quite happy at the laundry. Keeps you going. Oh, big time. Uh-huh. Big time. I was going to ask. It's just um, you. You played. I think you touched on it. Before you played with the, the Scotland amateurs, and you played for—I was reading—you played for Great Britain. Yes. What, what uh, was that like? It was great. Uh-huh. Charlie Hughes was great. It uh, was a Great Britain game. Who did you play against for, for that? Germany. I did you? And I played against Holland, and I was capped three times for Great Britain. I, I remember I've, I've only got one cap. But uh, I played 33 times for wow. the international team, uh-huh. uh, Scottish amateur. But we we toured. I was, I was but I can't remember who it was. Hall, Germany, Holland, and I think <laughs> U, uh, Yugoslavia. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yugoslavia. 
was funny. <laughs> I was, I was, I was still living with my mum, and uh, I was, uh, and she was just ironing my bed sheets. <laughs> I came back home, <laughs> and she said to me, "Oh, you know, you know that far away." She says, "You know well, that long away." I says, "Aye, but I was, I was, I was okay." Uh-huh. I was all right as an amateur. Uh-huh. I was all right, but professionalism is uh, a, 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 a different kettle of fish. Uh-huh. Oh, the mentality, the the, the mentality has got to be. It's got to be. I've either played enough. I've either played against Rangers, Celtic, Hearts, Hibs. Commander mm-hmm. against Alawa, Montrose, Forfa, mm-hmm. Hamilton Nikes, I would have done. I'd have been a better player than what I was. I took my level up when I played against the senior clubs, mm-hmm. when I treated the amateurs, the 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 Forfers and the Montrose and the Cowdenbeaths. Mm-hmm. Now, I would have, I, I cheated in the, the sense of, I, I raised my game against yep. them and didn't treat the others like uh, mm-hmm. that was cup final. Yeah, now, I can imagine. Excellent stuff. Well, I think that'll do it. Eddie, thank you very much for for speaking to us, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, it's, it's been good to reminisce. It's been uh, it's been fabulous. Thanks, yeah. and thank you, Derek, for uh, having the courtesy to give me a wee chance. Well, that was episode 32 of the Talking Football Podcast with Eddie Hunter. And I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks, as always, for listening. Remember, if you've missed any so far, you can catch them all on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, and by visiting the website, DerekClarkSport.co.uk. We're also on Twitter, remember, at Talking underscore football, as well as Facebook. I hope you can join me again next week when I'll be speaking to the former Aberdeen and Scotland star, Brian Irvin. But until then... Bye for now.